Black Friday on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is powered by We Energies. Energy you can depend on. It's our favorite black businesses. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo. Yo, yo. Look. Look. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Smack about two racks on handmade new racks. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back. I have nothing to say. <laughs> Look, too too much fun. Too much fun having uh, is happening in, in our truth be told uh, uh, with DT. I, I do and have Telly. to say this though. Okay, Show. what's what's before up, we please? get to the formalities of this oh, interview? Lord. Oh, y'all, Lord. Telly, ladies, Telly didn't set me up for failure. He didn't brought this brother in here, and just because I know the power of radio, you can't see what I'm seeing. <laughs> this man looked like eight point two trillion dollars. <laughs> He got the bling on, looking all handsome, smelling all deli- I mean, good. <laughs> and tell he know how I show up in the studio. Look, I got on a hoodie that says, my God versus my enemies. He probably like, oh, she an angry one. <laughs> she coming. My hair, it, it's not combed. Oh, really? And then here comes Ben Jammin, the producer, talking about, tell him they can watch us live. Okay. All right. Yes, y'all, ladies, y'all want to see this brother? He's he's looking just like eight point two trillion. Where can they been? Where are we going? Facebook Live. Hey, we're on Facebook Live. We're streaming live on Twitter. We're streaming live on YouTube. Tune into this Black Business Friday segment. Now, y'all, I'm about to pass the mic to Telly. This is the DT at Telly Show. I want to be professional, so I'm going to remove myself from this environment because you, no, my brother, you gotta get are in. a distraction. Denise is going to get involved. No, I'm not. Just, you gonna, you gonna, I, I like this I'm show. I'm going to let you get yourself. You I'm going to let you get together. No, I'm going I'm to let you the get FCC together. The FCC is real. <laughs> the FCC is real, and I know my mouth. Well, the brother that Denise <laughs> is referring to is none other than Serenity N CEO Kenneth Jenlack Sr., who is here to talk about something that is very serious that is going on in the city of Milwaukee, is not just a nationwide problem. It is a, a serious pandemic problem here within the city of Milwaukee. Not sure if you know, these numbers really staggered me when uh, Ken hit me up and said that this was the case. 18 overdoses. Over the last five days, in less than a weekend, 18 overdoses. A lot of people I know, especially in the black community, don't think opioids is a black issue. It's a black drug of choice. Please explain how this is so out of control. Yes. um, Thank you for having me, Telly um, and Denise. Thank you. I'm not talking to you right now. <laughs> this is a very serious conversation. Just you do you and I do me. And, and, and as you mentioned, you know, the 18 overdose deaths in a week is phenomenal, right? And and so for me, it didn't sit right in my system. I couldn't sleep after the news break. And, you know, it, it just bothered my soul because recovery is near and dear to me. Um. There was a news break to say, hey, this is happening. Pay attention. However, I don't think enough attention is being brought um, to the problem. 
And so if you look at the fact or if you look at if it was 19 shootings, murders in a week, the city would kind of cover. Yes, everybody will be on an outrage. Hey, we got to do something. You know, even 19 car accidents um, with deaths in a week. You know, that's an outrage. But when it comes to addiction, um, people don't give it the respect that it needs and don't really understand because – a lot of people are in the mind frame to say that this is self-inflicting disease, right? And this is addiction. They made a choice. You know, all those things come into play. And when it comes to the black community and opioids, um, I understand the pushback, right? And I understand that now we're looking at a medical model when it comes to the opioid addiction However, it was criminalized when it was uh, the crack addiction or the cocaine addiction. And so, you know, a lot of pushback comes from that. But we got to look at the numbers and the data and the statistics that say, you know, more black people are dying over the years now. And and we're at like a 53 percent increase of overdose deaths um, for black and brown communities. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, right now, because a lot of drugs are being cut with fentanyl and and contains fentanyl, so it's they find it in cocaine, which increases the black uh, the deaths in the in the rate. Because a lot of people in our community, a drug of choice may be cocaine. There has been cocaine, and so now that it's cut with fentanyl, they starting to die and overdose from the opioids. And so we really need to pay attention. We really need to advocate and understand that it's a it's a not only a, 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 a it's not a white issue it's not a black issue but it's an addiction issue so i'm hearing a lot about fentanyl and that's actually we talked about michael k williams the actor who passed away uh, last year and he was very open about his drug addiction and his struggle with recovering and it was just released yesterday that the cause of his death was not necessarily the heroin, but it was laced with fentanyl. And you just brought it up with opioid. Let's go back to what you said earlier. Cocaine entered in the early early to mid-80s under the Reagan administration. Mm-hmm. And I say that because there was an affiliation. We've, we've learned that there was an intentional affiliation to bring this drug from Colombia into the United States to basically wipe out a population, which in this case were black people. Fentanyl, what is it? Where does it come from? And why is it such a powerful? No, I'm sorry. I ain't mean to interrupt you, Denise. Because, I mean, the first time I heard of fentanyl was Michael Jackson. Ah, okay. And then people were like, oh, that's that drip. They're like, oh, Michael Jackson was on that drip drip or whatever. What is it? Yeah, well, Ken, Well, actually, fentanyl is a man-made synthetic opioid. Right. Mm. And so it's not, you know, we look at heroin and, you know, coming from the poppy seed. But when you talk about fentanyl, fentanyl is a a drug that was is man made. It's like a synthetic opioid. Wow. So it's not uh, it's something that the pharmaceutical companies actually made, you know, and it was designed for, you know, pain and, and, and that type of thing. However, uh, as we look at, it's it's another drug that's coming into play now called xyla, 
xylazine. I, I probably mispronounced it, but forgive me. Well, you don't need to know what it is if you ain't on it, right? Well, you definitely need to know what it is because now what they're finding with the overdose and, and the rate is starting to go up for that particular drug, which is Trank, and it's uh, actually a horse tranquilizer. And so wow. when you got the combination of fentanyl Jeez. and the xylosine, um, that combination, you know, is deadly. And so they call it Trank, and they seeing it um, – in Milwaukee as it increases um, the overdose death rates. And so this is a very nasty drug. And what they're, so with the naloxone, which is Narcan, and you see the big push for Narcan, Milwaukee County has been on top of it. Um, There are Narcan kits at every fire station. Uh, They put a vending machine for Narcan at at the Isaac Cox Center, um, Milwaukee County. And so they put a lot of money, they put millions into this harm reduction. And what they finding out with the new drug is that the Narcan is not working as effective as it did on the fentanyl. What is causing, <clears throat> excuse me, what's causing this? Because I, I, I've seen the numbers of overdoses increasing. And as Telly had reported, over the past five days, there's been 18 drug-related opioid, fentanyl, deaths what what's going on because for me i get that this is a significant problem what do we need to do as a community in terms of keeping our eyes open having the right conversations with our our family members especially those that are highly influential what do we do absolutely and so awareness there are fentanyl test strips um again those kits are at every fire station um at in the vending machines as well so we also want to look at the signs and symptoms of someone yes. overdosing, right? And so they may appear to be sleep or, or slouched, and, and we need to pay attention. One thing that's significant about Narcan, because we say, I don't know if it's a heart attack or is it an overdose? You know, do I apply it or, or use the, the Narcan? And so it does not have an a adverse effect if you use the Narcan and it's not an overdose. And so... One of one of the narratives that I would like to change or or like to see is that a lot of money has been put in harm reduction, and I get it, right? Rightfully so, because it stops individuals from dying, right? That's the immediate reaction. But then also we can't forget about treatment. Individuals need to go to treatment, so what's the long-term plan, right? Am I going to continue to just give you Narcan and, you know, we're going to continue to do harm reduction but what's the long-term plan? And so we know some individuals just going to continue to use and they're going to use um, and they're not interested in treatment at the time. Okay, we want to reduce that harm. But I also want to say, you know, let's talk about treatment. What's the overall goal for this individual? And so, you know, that's one of the things that I push for is like, let, let's let's do some treatment. Let's, you know, even if um, an individual has a different terminal disease or, you know, diabetes and you get an insulin and, and that was treated. But then also, what's the long term goal? Are you going to change your diet? Are you going to lose weight? And so with a drug addiction, like what are, what is the long term goal? Yeah. And so and, and Ken, I'm glad that you brought that up in terms of treatment. We're being joined in studio by Serenity Inns CEO Kenneth Jinlack. And for people that don't know what Serenity Inns is about, Tell us what you do there, 
and and the goals and and the mission statement of Serenity Ends. Absolutely, and so Seren- I am the CEO of Serenity Ends. Um, it's a twelve bed residential treatment facility for men, um, and we also have a alumni house for guys that's completing treatment, um, and they have the opportunity to move in their own apartment. And so our program has a continuum of care. So once an individual stop using and start to learn how to live a new life, they have that opportunity to move into an apartment and be self-efficient. One of the, and, and, and Ken, before, I mean, I, I definitely want you to continue, but just let people know that this is free. This is something, if you seek this, if you want treatment, you can come to Serenity Inn if there is room available, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's one of the problems, if it's room available. Mm-hmm. People call all the time. But it's, it's absolutely free. We take individuals that don't have insurance. Uh, we had some guys come in homeless, you know, um, without anything. Your spirit broke. And... They're, they're thriving now, right? They, they have a job. They didn't bought a car. You know, they have their own apartment. And so it, it's definitely amazing. Um, what I also would like to see is, you know, we need to expand. We need to grow. So it's real imperative when an individual is seeking treatment or, or, or decides to get help that it needs to be beds available, and so we try not to have a wait list. If, if an individual is trying to get into treatment and we're full, we do our best effort to call around and see if we could get a bed somewhere else in the city for that individual could get treatment. Um, and so right now we're looking or planning to, to increase our bed size and expand. And so that's something that I've been working with. I've been talking to individual funders um, to try to see what we can do to negate that problem of the lack of bed, the lack of access to treatment. Can I ask a quick question? And I'm all about solutions. So, Brother Ken, first of all, God bless you. Thank you for what you're doing. I know you don't do it for the accolades or for the recognition, but seriously, what you just described is what this community needs more of is the support Mm -hmm. and in a way that is quality and that's affordable. There are plenty of people listening. As a matter of fact, Truth Nation, the Truth Talk and Text line is 833-212-1017. Please feel free to call in and send in your questions for Brother Ken. My question, Brother Ken, is what can we do specifically? Is there a website where we can make a monetary donation? Is there a place that we can come by and drop off some supplies? Whatever you need. What do you need and how can we provide it to you? Absolutely. As I spoke of, Denise's. Individuals come in without anything. And so um, we take clothes donation, um, a lot of hygiene products if individuals can donate. Um, We take monetary donations as well. You can go to our website at serenityends.org. Donate that way. Can you spell that, please? S-E. For people like me that are, you know, public school slow, (laughs) Southern Indiana. S-E-N. Look, I can't spell it. <laughs> I'm you, spelling S-E-R-I-N. is overrated. It really is. S e r i n i t y ends i n n s dot org. Serenity Serenity ends dot org. Yes, yes, and go to our website, and we also have a blog on the website. You know, with some information. You know, what do you do if a loved one is suffering with addiction? And so, it's a very active website. So. 
please, you know, check it out. Let's brother, it out. brother Ken, we got a question from the studio. Ben yeah. Jammin got something for you. I, I got a question for you, Ken. <laughs> okay. All right, I, I've been listening to uh, to uh, your information that you've been uh, spewing in regards to uh, uh, the drug epidemic. Uh, the I, I would like to actually say a pandemic going on uh, with inside of our country here. Uh, we talk about the use of fentanyl. We talk about uh, how you said uh, now people are using tranquilizers. Um, when it, my understanding of fentanyl currently right now is uh, most of the fentanyl that we see here uh, in America when I comes from China. Um, however, in the past, when it came down to the crack epidemic, uh, we now know that a lot of that uh, uh came from great dealings with the uh, CIA being involved. Have you seen any parallels in between uh, how uh, the United States uh, dealt with um, um, the past drug trade to how what's going on now with the fentanyl use? Uh, do you have any ideas uh, as far as like the government being involved in this as well, especially when it comes down to the pharmaceutical uh, companies? Yes, you're about to get me in trouble. Hey, let's talk about it. <laughs> hey, this is truth be told. We got you. We got you, brother Ken. Absolutely, and and it was a big article that just came out where um, it was a, a lady in San Diego that was connected with the police department, and she was getting shipments of fentanyls and pills, um, and actually, you know, selling, and she was actually getting the the packages and making purchases and ordering from the police website in San Diego. So, you know, again, we, we know that it's bigger than the community. The drugs are coming in. um, The pharmaceutical um, companies, they played a big part in the opioid epidemic. They sold the, the, the oxys and said, you know, this is not addictive. It's not an addictive drug. There's been a lot of money that, Milwaukee County and the state of Wisconsin has received due to that fact. And they sued the pharmaceutical company and was awarded, I believe, 71 million. And so that's where the money is coming from for the harm reduction. But I'll say this again. We also need to put money in treatment. Right. Places like Serenity Inns where you can come in and you can stay with us for up to 18 months. Wow. Right. That's no other treatment in the city like that, right? And so we need to really focus on how to, what is the long-term goal? Harm right. reduction is great. I don't want to negate that. I don't want to, you know, anyone to say, well, Ken, don't believe in I definitely work with a lot of agencies um, to help with harm reduction, but also I want to just make sure that individuals know we need a long-term goal. Are you at full? Is Serenity Inns at full capacity? We had one bed open this morning as when I um, checked in. Okay, yeah, we got it. We got to make sure that we're supporting yes. Brother Ken to expand the capacity of the Serenity Inns because, again, brother, what you're doing is incredible. And for me, although I haven't ever had to battle a drug addiction, I do know what it's like when you are at the bottom and you feel like you don't have anywhere to go to, especially when there's kids involved. And what I love about your establishment or your facility, for lack of better words, is that it's when people come in with a broken spirit, they've got an environment of love. Absolutely. They've got shelter. And, And that's one of the most important things that when you are struggling through anything, whether it's an addiction, some type of major loss, you just need to feel that you belong somewhere. Absolutely. 
And because I'm in long-term recovery, Denise, you mm-hmm. know, um, when guys come in, I can I understand. Right. I see that pain in their eyes, and I remember having that specific, that same pain, you know, and that loss and, and feeling hopeless. And so when I see these guys coming in, it's nothing like watching them change and start to uh, uh, convert or adjust and, and start to get some hope, right? And all of a sudden you see that, Every day they starting to get stronger and stronger and having a will to live. Mm. Yeah. Good stuff, kid. You got to stick around one more second. Please. We, we just really getting started with you, man. Can you stick around one more second? Absolutely. We know you got to go to work and all absolutely. that. Absolutely. We, we got to call her too when we come but back. We know, absolutely. So stick around, everyone. Call we her, have don't hang up. Ken Jinlak from Serenity Ends. It's talking about a very important topic. We're talking about the last week not even the last week over the last five days 18 overdoses in the city of milwaukee alone we know how much you are loving this morning's conversation if you missed any of it remember you can always go back and listen by downloading the truth be told podcast sponsored by gruber law offices on multiple platforms the 1017 the truth app can be found on spotify tune in stitcher apple Podcasts, and gruber podcast more truth be told with dt and telly after the break truth be told with dt and telly returns after this on 1017 the truth the truth app and 1017thetruth.com black friday on truth be told with dt and telly is powered by we energies energy you can depend on our favorite black businesses assuming i'm rooting for everybody that's black yeah uh-huh. Yeah. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We're joined in studio by Serenity N CEO Kenneth Jinlak Sr., who is discussing a serious topic that is basically taking over Milwaukee quietly, meaning the drug overdoses. 18 over the last five days, and the coverage on the media has been minimal to nothing at all. As a matter of fact, didn't even know anything about it to Ken text me and told me that. And it was very poignant that we had him on the show this morning and make sure you get involved in this conversation. You can call or text in at 833-212-1017. Winky Blue, you've been waiting for a while. Do you have a question or comment for Mr. Ken Jinlak? Well, I um, I have a question, um, and, and I have a comment. First of all, I want to congratulate my man for what he's doing in the community when it comes down to this addiction. Um, you know, I've um, I, I've seen this spiraling. Everybody, the black folk kept saying, when we was open, when we had a crack, they wouldn't do it. Now they focus not. But I knew that this monster, that this poisonous snake, was going to be released on us because they had no problem with getting rid of a few of their undesirables to release this into our community. Now, brother, I appreciate what you're doing, my man, because I did it for 17 years. I'm a, I'm a delivered cross addicted addict myself. Okay. Uh, but at the same time, we they have released this into the neighborhoods. And I know about five people died within, I know, Four people died within 48 hours back in January. Now, the thing is, is that one brother just died here in March, just early March. And when we went there, they went to get him out. They got him out of the crib. And you know what? 
they left the boy's cell phone up there. There was no investigation. Okay, they they didn't pick it. Now, if it had been somebody white, they would have picked it up. And said, "Who's the last caller? We got to find out what the text said." They left the boy's cell phone. I said, "What kind of investigation, man? I'm tired of some dope." So, listen, this has been released in the community. So, all of that talking about what was going on with the crack academic has nothing to do with what's going on right now today because this is an annihilation of black people in the community. And what we better realize is that a dope dealer in our community. Yes, we got to cut the head off of this here. Listen, he, he's a serial killer. I can't treat him no different than I treat somebody that's out. Winky Blue, thank Winky Blue. We need to get the questions, please, sir. Okay. Well, the question is this right here. Brother, how can I be some assistance to your endeavor uh, uh, to, to help cut the head off of this, 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 uh, uh, this, 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 this viper that's in our community and are we out in the neighborhood trying to these are serial killers man the dope boy's a serial killer and he don't know how many bodies he got on his sack so how can i help you and uh, uh get some literature out there or get going we got we got to get in the community hey, um, we can do the addiction thing but we have got to cut this head off of this viper man i appreciate your call winky go ahead ken yeah um thank you and thank you for for you know acknowledging the fact that um, there is a problem, and, and you you absolutely right when it we can no longer say this is not affecting our community, right? It, it's real. We see it, and you know I made a post. Don't don't wait till it hit close to home, and then be active or reactive, right? After it hit close to home, and so I'm all about educating the community. Last year in August, um, I did a community event. Our treatment facility is located right on 28th and Brown. We right in the hood, right? 2825 West Brown Street. And we did an event, and Telly actually came out and helped me, where we did a food giveaway, but we also had Narcan for the community. We did a Narcan um, training right there on the spot. You know, we had other resources, individuals that are struggling with mental health. And so I want to— Definitely have the second annual this August um, in the same location. Um, in that location, we're actually planning to build uh, a new treatment facility, and and I'm gonna speak it into existence. Uh, some of the immediate needs that we may have or that we have is, you know, we need hygiene products. Uh, being a smaller organization, I don't have the ability to hire enough staff that I need. And so I need another counselor on staff. Um, I can't Im- implement as much as programming as I like to so we can address the trauma, right? These guys come in, and so we, we need to address the trauma before they go out. Our, a part of our program component is you need to find employment, right? We want them to be self-efficient, but at the same time, I want to make sure that individuals get enough treatment to address the trauma before we sending them out saying, hey, Go look for a job. Once again, we are joined in studio by Serenity Inn CEO Kenneth Genlack Sr. You can get more information on his facility at serenityins.org. That is serenityins.org. And uh, we're talking about just how we can help combat this problem that is going on in Milwaukee is not just somebody else's problem anymore. And it's something that even though, Ken, you may not 
be directly impacted by someone that's addicted. These are people that also have families and they also have people that are depending and relying on them as well. So in order for a community to get strong, it has to start with each individual person and caring enough. And I know I have had an opportunity to come to Serenity Inns on several occasions and I see what you do and it it is remarkable. And anyone that it just could take five minutes out of their day to go and see the impact this facility is having on people that are addicted because addiction isn't a choice. It's a sickness. It's a disease. And I think that's the thing that people have to understand, Ken. It's not that the people that are in this situation want to be in this situation. Absolutely. And, and so we need to treat it like a disease, right? Um, it, it's not a choice. Maybe the first time it's a choice you use, but at some point the chemistry in your brain start to change and, and it's activated, right? And so when you're in that vicious cycle in the grips of addiction, it's, it's, it's not just, won't you stop doing that, right? People used to tell me that all the time. Won't you just stop? You, you know you got to pay rent. What? You know I don't what care I, about no rent right, right now. Right, that's your solution. <laughs> Absolutely. And so the drugs hijack the brain, right? And so the logical, the, the front lobe, the frontal lobe is affected, right? Mm-hmm. And so all the logic go out the window. What mm-hmm. separates us from animals? Logic, right? Yeah. If you put fish, uh, a food in a fishbowl, they're going to continue to eat until their stomach pop. But, but logic will say, you know what? If I keep eating, I'm going to die. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So, and it's so so when we talk about drugs and affecting that area of the brain, the logic is gone. It's interesting you say that because you know I've been in environments where it was offered, introduced, and my logic was, if I try this drug, it's over. I'm going to get addicted because these yeah. drugs are designed to where the first hit, mm-hmm. it's over. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like you are you are addicted, mm-hmm. and to remove yourself, like you said, it's like a disease. And that's been the logic that I've always applied. So I wanted to ask you this also, Brother Ken. When when brothers come into your facility, what are some of the common denominators in terms of why they become addicted or why they even chose to use the drug? Great, great question. Um, what I hear is, you know, a lot of them have a long history of drug use. And so when we talk about maladaptive behaviors or coping skills, right, um, I may be going through something, and once I try that drug, all of a sudden it seems like a solution. It's a joke out, right? You hit the weed and you forget about everything, right? Mm-hmm. Forget the bills mm-hmm. and everything. And so and when you take that back to childhood, it may be some pain, it may be some hurt, something that hurt them, and they found out that the drug was a relief. And even if I can get a little relief for 15, 20 minutes. I was going to say, being black in America, re- Hey, listen. Man, right? <laughs> you need all the relief you could get. If I take it way back, we learned that the drugs work, right? When you go to Big Mama Funeral, right, and everybody crying, broke down, laying on the floor. See, I'm a little funny too, right? But they <laughs> laying was- on the floor, right? <laughs> and, 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 and then you get to the repast. And the, the alcohol is in, in, introduced, and everybody start, And now, as a child, you mentally you taking that in. Man, that's Every, so true. Everybody having way. fun now. Yeah, everybody is partying, having fun, you know. And so the drug work. 
Yep. So the, the, we have another caller okay. on the line. The Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. Mr. Moore, you are on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. This is Brother Ken. What is your comment or question, please? Uh, good. Good. Top of the day to you guys and gals. Okay, there you go. I had to get my phone right. Uh, I can say I was actually uh, addicted to them... Um, Oxycontins had messed my knees up real bad, and uh, they put me on Oxycontin. And I was like, like you said, I was told that it was addictive. Didn't really know about pills. I never had to take no pills. Always was in a healthy state of mind. And man, went down to Florida and left the pills at home and mm. couldn't understand why I was going. I was sick and seeing spots. I was. I was I thought I was dying. So we went to uh, Walgreens, and I was told the pharmacist, like, dude, I'm I'm sick. My stomach hurt. I'm seeing spots and stuff. And put my name up. I was like, where are your pills at? I'm like, what pills? It's like, you're, you're Oxycontin. I said, oh, I left them at home. I mean, you should have saw this guy face. He's like, you what? You're supposed to have them with you at all times. I said, but uh, they told me I can just take them when I want to. He was like, no, you got to continue to keep them with you and take them at all times. But listen, this this is it. You know, this stuff is 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 killing families, and they know it. And it's like they they done this back in I, I when it oh six oh six. I didn't get off them pills until two thousand. 12, about 2013, I had my other surgery, and this doctor put me in there to reduce coma, so I wouldn't have to be on them no more. We appreciate your call. Thank you so much, Mr. Moore. This is real, and this is why we have these types of discussions. You can call them interviews. You can call them conversations, but this is where the power starts in gaining the awareness of the severity. This is not going away. And what he's talking about is he started experiencing withdrawal symptoms, mm. right? And, and so the withdrawals are real. And even our young people or, you know, the perk 30 or I'm going to take a perk, um, they don't understand that as they continue to take it, they body change. And so when they not having it, right, you, you, you start to go through the withdrawal. Your body is reacting. It's saying, hey, I need this. I need this. And so that's what he was experiencing. And it's, it's dangerous. Yeah. It's very dangerous, you know. And, and what's the process? So a man walks into the facility. What, walk us through what that process is. And so I want to talk a little bit about the withdrawals, too, because we actually, individuals come into our facility from detox. So we like for them to be medically monitored and detox before arriving to our facility because we're not equipped to handle individuals that's going through withdrawals. And, and so as they walk into the facility, uh, they get an assessment by the counselor. And so we assess them, try to identify their needs, um, create a treatment plan, and individuals start to go to group. Uh, again, we're not equipped to do groups um, every day. I'll take that back. We do groups every day, but we can't do groups, more groups than I want. And so guys start to attend groups. We also have them go outside to community meetings. Um, 
start to look for a sponsor. And so we work with them, um, have assignments that they do, um, start to dig in and really um, look at their childhood. We also implement the ACE um, assessment when they come in. And so we identify any childhood trauma and address that with individual sessions. So everyone is assigned a counselor um, and we reassess them again at 30 days. That's So when we come back from break, Another question I have, I know many listeners are saying, Brother Ken, I I have a family member mm-hmm. who I know is battling this disease of addiction. What if I want to bring them in or how do I encourage them or how can I bring them in? Because a lot of people are just like, I'm nervous. I don't want to say, let's go to Serenity's Inn and they snap. So we come back from break. We're going to learn more about if you know someone, a loved one a friend, a family member that is battling the disease of addiction, what are the proper steps and how Serenity's in can be of support. The Truth Talking Text Line is 833-212-1017. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We'll be back with Brother Ken from Serenity's Ends. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Black Friday on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is powered by We Energies. Energy you can depend on. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We have Serenity Inns CEO Kenneth Jinlack, senior in studio. We've been talking about a, a, a topic that has not been really covered in the media as of late. Over the last five days, 18 overdoses of opioids just in the city of Milwaukee alone, Denise. And... Brother Ken, before we get back to you, I just got it because this is the truth. The truth be told. And every Friday we shout out a black business. So listeners, just we we doing great things here at The Truth. And I want to make sure we shout out this business before we return back to this incredibly informative, impactful discussion. Queen, we got you. Every Friday here on Truth Be Told, we always shout out black businesses. This beautiful lady just sent in her business. It's called Pampering Your Inner Queen. It's massage, facials, waxy nails, right? We all need that. And uh, you can find more about this incredible business by going to queensplace.net. You can also email queenspalace, excuse me, I'm sorry, queenspalace.net, queenspalace at eat at email.com and the phone number is 773-466-4388. Everybody needs to be pampered. So make sure you holler at this beautiful queen. And she also includes foot cleansing, soaking, soak scrubs, massage, and a paraffin treatment. So again, you can text or call 773-466-4388 or visit queenspalace.net. 
And speaking of businesses, uh, a business and facility that is much needed in our community in the city of Milwaukee, Serenity Inns, and we are joined once again by Serenity Inn CEO Kenneth Jinlack. We've been talking about treatment, addictions, and what people can do to be involved. And Ken, we are getting a lot of text and calls and people want to know where Serenity Inns is located. And I text Dwayne back, but I will also say it on air. Serenity Inns is at 2825 West Brown Street. And um, Ken has been telling us about Serenity Inns, what it offers. And Denise had a really good question prior to break. And People may not know, and and Ken, I'm sure there aren't a lot of people, if not many at all, that come on their own free will. What if you have a family member or someone that you know that is battling addiction and you know they need this type of treatment but refuse to do it on their own? How can someone help assist them to get to Serenity Ends? A great question. Uh the end of the question was kind of a twist. If they don't want to do it on their own, it's probably not going to happen, right? We can force yeah. them to come in, but it's not going to happen. See, this right? is why this is truth be told. Yeah, unless something <laughs> happens while they're in treatment. Okay. I will say that. And and so it, it, a good counselor, a good clinician, clinician can definitely uh, put some things in front of them to – have them take a hard look at their life, and hopefully something motivates them to change. Uh, family members, we see these shows, interventions, and we try to create these. Uh, <laughs> we put barriers up, right? I'm going to put you out. You know, you ain't going to have nowhere to go. I'm, I'm totally against that. I'm totally against this because what you – what can possibly happen is you push this person to the edge, right? And and now all of a sudden you got a, a different problem. Mm -hmm. But we find other ways to be supportive as family members, right? I'm not going to give you no money to go out and get drugs, but you can have a hot meal, yeah, right? Mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to um, – I may not even allow you to spend a night in my house, but if you need to come in and get warm, right, if you need to come in and get a bath – I'm here for you. If you need me to watch the kids while you go to treatment, I can do that for you. So we look for other ways to be supportive of our family members. And so I'm totally against, the, you know, take everything away from them and, 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 and force them to go into treatment. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. Right. And, and, and you could push somebody to the edge where they do something drastic. Right. Commit a crime or, or, or become even suicidal. Right. Because everything has been taken away and we don't want to do that. We want to be supportive. Yeah. Okay, we can continue this conversation forever and ever in a day. It's a much needed conversation. We really appreciate you coming by and explaining. Absolutely. And when you break ground on that new facility, that three million dollar facility that's going to offer up 14 more beds, we are going to have you right back here on Truth Be Told. Absolutely. And thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you so much for everything you do. Seriously. She's looking at me right in the eyes like, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I ain't lying. Hey, hey, before, before we go, we yeah. got a text from John. He said, Ken, what's up, man? I'm proud of you, bro. This is John from Pleasant Grove. Keep up the great work. And oh, I second you. that. Keep Keep up the great work. More truth be told with DT 
and Telly when we return. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Black-owned business Give Back is back. We have again teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of 2023. So to sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, please visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That is blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth. So for official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank member FDIC. Telly, we did it. We what won. a great week. I'm so excited. Wow. We did it. We did it. You are right. And I didn't curse on air. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself because I did well, some of these topics. I was like. Not, a, not in week one. <laughs> I think I was told I get one. I get one, and after that, then I'm out. So y'all pray for DT to not curse on air. Oh, man. Because sometimes, y'all, life just, whoo. Speaking of which, it's Easter. Have a happy yes. Easter weekend. Safe travels to you. Thank you so much. Yes. I'm, I need it. Uh, again, gentlemen, we got company. Y'all got 3,500 AKAs in the city of Milwaukee. Beautiful. And a beautiful weather this and, weekend. Oh, that's right. It's supposed to be like yes. 56? Yes, yeah. Oh, like pushing 60s, I think, oh, on Sunday. Oh, that's cookout weather yeah. in Milwaukee. Oh, absolutely. Break out the flip-flops Come and the now. shorts. Come on now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Telly, are you you're going to be traveling, too, so safe travels to you Thank as well. Thank you very much. To you and your family. Happy Easter. Yeah, I'm going home because I do not want to hear my mama's mouth this year. And enjoy your family. Enjoy your mama and that cooking. Yes, God. <laughs> Hallelujah, won't he do it? Y'all, make it a great day. Make it a great weekend. Go out and tell somebody you love them. You deserve all the greatness that you're going to experience this week. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the new 1017 The Truth.